0: Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics. On mixed
1: 103.7. Welcome to another episode of Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Ophis, and today we're chatting with Jessica Leska from She Runs North. And it, uh, we're talking about running north, I believe? You're going to have to explain it all to me. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested so to start us off though, I want to know who exactly you are and uh, what do you do in the area?
0: My name is Jessica Laska. I work at Suncor slash Syncrude as business controls, but uh, my She Runs North is mostly about my running. Uh, now, we're not running north this year. <laughs> it was called She Runs North because the plan when I started it up was to run north on the winter road. And it just kind of, it just kind of stuck. So it's been she runs north since. This, uh,
1: this, this is something you've you've already done this before a few times, or is this something brand new? And you're like, no, I want to do some winter running because you know we can't get outside and run too much in the winter. Like, is this a new thing? Have you done this a few times?
0: Um. Well, in terms of this year's project, it's completely new. Um, so the plan is, I'm working with tourism and search and rescue and Rod North Moto, and we're trying to see if we can put together an Iditarod qualifier uh, for the region, uh, and that's what this project about is about. So that's like brand new for me, <laughs> way out of left field there.
1: <laughs> okay, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, because um, I'm I am new to the area, but isn't an Iditarod is dog sledding,
0: right? Well, so there is an Iditarod Trail, and there's, uh, like, historically it was traveled by dog sleds, and there is a dog sled race on it, but there's also a human-powered race and a snowmobile race on the same trail every year in Alaska. Yeah, and basically to, to qualify, you have to have two qualifiers of similar winter races of at least 200 kilometers. So, um, and there's only two in Canada. So I figured why not? We have vast stretches of trails. <laughs> we can maybe see if we can string one together for folks.
1: Okay. So it's, yeah, it's a foot race. Cause I had seen the mention on your Facebook page. I was looking through and you had mentioned about doing a, I did a rod and I was like, oh wait, are they are they racing dog sleds? Are are, are you on foot racing them? And that, that just didn't sound fair. <laughs> so you said you're going to do, I did see you were going to do a bit of a trial run, you said. Yes. Now, for this trial run, are you doing the whole thing to see if other people, like if it's accessible for other people? Or are you doing just kind of a, a micro stint of it?
0: We're doing like a group adventure. There's about five of us and we're going to try it. Two of us are also training for the Iditarod itself, so it's going to be a busy couple months.
1: <laughs> you like running. Okay, Like that is a <laughs> lot of, of, of running. And, you know, you, you hear these things that your mother tells you as a kid and it sticks with you, right? Like there's certain things that you just like, oh, my mother said that forever. It must be true. About Because my mother always told me, oh, you don't run in the cold. That's so bad for you. You can't do that. That's so bad for you. Is that true? Like, is it bad for you to run in the cold?
0: Well, I mean, define bad for you.
1: Like for your lungs, like breathing.
0: Well, so my coach uh, encourages me to breathe through my nose, and that warms up the air. It gets quite difficult the colder it gets, though, (laughs) to continue breathing through the nose, but it's definitely a practice. Um, In my opinion, nothing. Like nothing... Everything in too much amount is not good for you. It's like pick your battle type thing.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, just because I know, like, if somebody told me, like, okay, during this run, make sure to breathe through your nose, I I couldn't climb one flight of stairs. And I was like, oh, I'm going to have to switch to breathe through my mouth. Oh, I got to catch my breath. So if I was doing a run, it would be uh, instantly. I'd be breaking that rule. Oh,
0: it's tough for sure to continue <laughs> breathing through your nose, but it it works. It, it also has an added benefit that it, it increases your oxygen efficiency. So if you start earlier and you just get that practice in, then you're better off. Plus like if it's super cold, you're not like running, you know what I mean? You're you're managing your effort so that you can survive without um dying. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> um and so then
1: it, oh yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, look at that Canadian standoff we've got here. Um, I was going to ask, so for gear, what you're wearing? Because obviously, uh, when I well, when anybody I think runs, like you, kind of are wearing either like really tighter fitted things or lesser clothes for that comfort and mo- mobility of running. However, cold weather does not accommodate what I would deem regular running gear or red uh, normal running footwear. What do you mm-hmm. wear for running at, let's say, minus twenty five?
0: Um, well, everybody's different, right? Um, so yesterday I went out and I wore. There's like this brand of socks. Well, really any vapor barrier socks, but I wore Sealskins. They're they're waterproof, so they keep in your 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 heat. And then I wear Ultra Lone Peaks, which are um, all weather type shoes. And then I had a pair of. Cold gear leggings with wind pants over top and a long sleeve shirt. It probably makes people like cringe, but just a long sleeve shirt and a shell just to keep because like your body heat keeps you warm. Right. So you just need a long sleeve and then um, a shell for the wind because the wind has been nuts lately. And then just because it was so crazy windy yesterday, I had these, I had goggles and like a nose hat that covers your nose. (laughs) So yeah, I looked pretty interesting running down the Clearwater River.
1: Well, I guess that's one of the beauties about running. That uh, if they see you and they judge you, it's not for long because you're just going to keep on running right past. And with all that gear on, they might not have been able to even tell who you were. Uh, We're just going to take our first break here on Fort McMurray Matters. But when we come back, we're going to continue talking with Jessica Leska about She Runs North.
0: We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.
1: Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters. If uh, you missed it firsthand, today we're talking with Jessica Laska from She Runs North, a very long winter endurance run where, in fact, She Runs North. A, a group of individuals uh, that are taking part in this. She's, uh, She said she's hoped for about five. Now, Jess, if people wanted to still get into this, is there a chance? Can they still get involved?
0: Uh, well, it's not too late because uh, we wanted about five people. We do have like nine people lined up, but I expect some drops. That's typically what happens with, with ultra running. Um, and especially if they're local and they have experience, I don't mind adding them to the roster, uh, just to take part as long as they ha- have the experience, you know what I mean? Um, but in terms of like, I've had a lot of people asking about volunteering and like s- support and that sort of stuff. But unfortunately this year is, is is kind of, it's not, we're kind of doing it as we go. So we don't know yet exactly what kind of volunteers we would like. Um, I'll let people know closer to the date, but yes, I expect <laughs> uh, people are starting to wanna to help out, which is so Fort McMurray of them.
1: <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, so basically, like you said, to kind of be ready, because myself, I haven't uh, taken part in you know long distance running in probably. It's been six years now, so I probably shouldn't sign up right now to do January. No,
0: no. I've had some people message me asking, like, hey, I've done this. Is that okay?" But to be able to to do 200 kilometers self-supported, you really need to have that experience of of, like really self-supporting. Like search and rescue is going to be there, but it's just just in case. It's not to provide any sort of assistance. Do you know what I mean? So you should know what it's like to get out there and have to, to melt your snow for water and to feed yourself and to keep your energy levels enough so that you can make it to the end without, without assistance. And that's what it's all about really. Well,
1: it sounds like you guys almost need like a, a camera crew out there. And uh, like, I don't oh, know. Like- we
0: totally do. I, oh. I agree the lead part of the reason we're doing. So the part of the reason is a test, a trial run is because um, we're getting the gang together. You know, Thomas, Willie uh, from Thomas Hopkins photography and Willie Wiston. Uh, Tourism is contracting them to follow us and get a video together so that if it is feasible to get this going on a yearly basis, we can make advertisements for it and maybe put in a, a film to a film festival.
1: Okay, yeah, because when when you're when I'm hearing about this, that you know you're you're trekking 200 kilometers through the snow, you're having to melt it yourself by scooping up a thing of snow in a bottle and putting your inside jacket to melt it while you run. Uh, yeah, that sounds like something like Mike Rowe or David Attenborough or something should be narrating. Uh, while you guys trek through there, that sounds extremely <laughs> interesting.
0: Morgan Freeman. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, if we can, I- I'll try. I'll try to see if I can find his number. I'll dig it up and see if I can give him a quick text for you. Hey, Morgan, I've got something for you. It's going to be great. He did one on penguins. I'm sure he can do this too. It'd be great. Yeah. Um, so this is all on foot. This is, is just that because I've seen you. Uh, there was a mention on Facebook about skis or cycling as well.
0: Yeah, um, people have an option, just like the Iditarod, of going on foot, on bike, or via skis. And we, like Fort McMurray, I don't know if you know this, we used to have uh, like a winter endurance bike race to Fort Chip in the 80s, I believe it was. So we're no stranger to to these kind of adventures.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, and like you said, I mean, they've got the Iditarod going on, and we've got Everything here that you can kind of take part and do a very similar thing. Like there's plenty of wilderness. There's plenty of winter trails. There's plenty of winter, uh, to go mm-hmm. around. Yeah. Uh, and then two things because uh, not only you know winter is cold, winter lacks daylight completely. How mm-hmm. are you guys staying on the trails? How do you know where you're going? How do you how do you know what's going on?
0: Uh, so we all use GPS. The the trail will be um. Tracked, I guess you'd call it beforehand, and everyone will be given um, a, a copy of the GPX to load into their um, tracker, and then they'll use that. Similar to the Iditarod, trail's not marked. You're you're responsible for knowing where you're going.
1: <laughs> okay, so while so while Morgan Freeman is you know watching you guys and narrating, he could see your little blips going through the trail. As you can see, Jessica has rounded the corner. And and still, <laughs> you can watch where you're at kind of thing, right? And narrate through?
0: Yeah, yeah. So everybody's going to have an in-reach and we're going to have a group um, so that Search and Rescue can view everybody on the map at the same time. Now, that's just this year because it's just a common group adventure. But in the future, we'll have like gotten a tracking software company of some sort. I know the Iditarod was going to set up a call for that because they use track leaders, I believe. Yeah, so that will be the future.
1: So, and if you got that, let, let's just say in perfect world, let's say, like, we, we got that, they're on board, you guys are getting uh, recorded this year, uh, or hopefully next year and stuff, get the video put up. Now, is there a way, like, maybe other people are interested to see how you're doing? Like, if I logged in on my computer, I could be, oh, where, where how far is Jessica now? Oh, look how good she's doing. Look how far she got this last couple hours. Like, <laughs> would that be possible?
0: yeah i mean we won't be able to be as interactive as in march uh like when i did my march adventure i was in within service so i was able to update um this being further out and likely much colder it'll be harder but we will have someone like within reach who could likely post updates unfortunately it it might not be photos it might just be a map but it'll still be fun to watch
1: no, I think that would be very exciting. So, friends and family and whatnot want to be able to keep track of everybody just to see, you know, like while I'm just sitting on the couch having some chips in the warm, I can look over and be like, wow, look at Jess. She's doing so great in minus 30. She ran another 6K. Good for her. Hum, hum, hum. Uh-huh. Uh, we're just going to take our last break here in Fort McMurray Matters. When we get back, we're going to continue ch- chatting with Jessica Leska about She Runs North. <laughs>
0: Turn in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.
1: Welcome back to Fort McMurray Matters if somehow you missed it beforehand. We're here talking with Jessica Leska from She Runs North, a very long endurance winter race. They're going to be doing a trial run here next month. And we had just uh, finished talking about a tracking system they're going to be able to put on the runners right now just for safety purposes, but it might be a way in the future to be able to see and family and friends to be able to see where the runners are so they can check up and say, oh, look at this. Uh, it's 23 degrees where Jessica is, and uh, she's she's doing great.
0: hope it's minus 23. <laughs> oh,
1: oh, that's a good temperature? That's something you're
0: hoping I'm for? I'm worried that it will be much worse.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so... And then another thing, like you said, the wind has been absolutely crazy. Is it treed where you're going? Like, is any wind gonna be blocked or is it wide open?
0: Uh, it's gonna be pretty windy in sections, hence the goggles. Uh, and the wind is, is really what makes such a difference. It's very hard to maintain a, a, an adequate body temperature when you've got the wind blasting you. It's, it's very tricky.
1: Well would be and how some of the wind is going and um and then I mean if the wind is coming right at you, it really holds you back and uh it it, it's a struggle. Like it's just adding that much more effort to your running when the wind's right against you. Now you said Mm -hmm. you're you you're hoping to have about nine people signed up, which a few people drive just like anything, inviting people to a party.
0: Five solid I'd say.
1: Yeah, like but like so if a few drop you end up hopefully with five because people always drop out with anything so when you head out is it like okay the five of us we're we're heading out together or it's like you you know you guys are too slow for me and you take off like it's every man and woman for themselves once you get out there or all five of you hopefully going to stick together how's that working
0: I expect some people to, to get together, but we do have a bit of a vast difference in speeds. And it's important to maintain your speed in the winter, because if you slow down for someone else, you could end up freezing yourself. Hence the like, body temperature part. But like one guy who's confirmed coming, he he won the Moab 200 miler one year. He's pretty fast, so I would not expect him to hang back for any of us. He might even be ahead of the bikes. <laughs>
1: Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna lead up the next question as being. So you're you're taking the lead, but if if he's showing up, he might be. He might be in the lead. Oh, you might be second. Never
0: in the lead. Oh, <laughs> I was in March because it was just me. <laughs> oh,
1: that's how I usually win races too. That's how I do. It. <laughs> if it's just me involved, I can usually win as long as I finish. So okay. So how do people like if? If this sounds like something someone wants to take part on, if they're like, I can do this, I'm not ready for January, how do you recommend somebody, I know this might sound weird, but do they just get out, start running? Like, what's the best way to prepare if they want to get ready for the next one?
0: Um, Sure. Uh, so the next one will have shorter distances. So if someone wants to take part, they don't need to um, get ready to go run 200 kilometers. Uh, but certainly start getting out there, uh, experiment with layers, do short runs near your house where you can get back quickly if it, if it's very uncomfortable for you and then just build from there and realize that, um, you don't have to spend a ton of money on expensive things as long as it's like a good layer will work. I started with sweatpants. <laughs> don't recommend it, but, um, and then just build from there just build your confidence understand that it's not about speed in the winter it's just about getting out there and, and grow from there and then if you find that you're you're gaining interest then there's plenty of facebook groups you could join and start asking questions
1: so you mentioned the the gear again about you know especially pants and stuff like that but shoes like I, I'd imagine like you're gonna hit some icy patches. Like are, like am I okay in my you know, my acers to, to run out there or should I have something else?
0: Uh I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. <laughs> my first year I used ice bugs, but now I just use my regular shoes with like my ultra lone peaks, with uh you can get studded grips. Um I used Cthula, but there's many out there. And there's two different varieties. There's like micro spikes which are not micro at all and then there's nano spikes and i typically use the nano on sidewalks they're like they're like this big and then i use micro in the trails it's like a it's like a little grip they're metal spikes they're not they're not huge but it helps a lot some people don't even use those
1: so some people are using the acers out there
0: uh yeah actually (laughs) really they do oh i wouldn't recommend it and don't (laughs) <laughs> no one said I told them to use Acer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's so like, it's so personal. It all depends on the person.
1: Yeah, because the biggest thing is like I'd be worried about slipping. Like even uh, even this year, like and I I've done you know just trying to you know stay in shape, running outside in the winter, not 200 kilometers up north, but I mean still running through the winter through down sidewalks and trails, and you hit those ice patches and. When you're running, it's easy to go down. Yeah, so footwear I would recommend. Just good clothes, warm clothes, and look at that. And motivational here from from Jess, telling that you can get out there and do that and get started. Uh, do you want to leave us with anything, uh, Yeah, a, a motivational quote you know or some way to get people pumped up to get ready for this?
0: I don't really want to give anyone any more motivational speeches. That's it? Oh. I will just say join Fort McMurray Runners on Facebook. And follow my page, She Runs North, because that's where all the updates will be until I get a site together.
1: Well, fantastic. Thank you very much for joining me today. I, I did learn a lot, and I appreciate it. And I, I'm really, I'm rooting for you. I'm, I'm excited to see how you do. Thank you. That was Jessica Lesko with She Runs North, where you can check her out on her social media pages. On Facebook right now is She Runs North. They're going to be doing their trial run in January, uh, over 200 kilometers in the dead of winter good luck i definitely have to say uh, this is all the time we have for fort mcmurray matters but if you missed it and you want to hear more you can go to mix1037fm.com where a fresh episode of the podcast is uploaded every single day just click on the news section fort mcmurray matters airs every weekday at noon i'm adam Mophis. i'll talk with you again tomorrow
0: that's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode?
1: Download the podcast at Mix1037FM.com.
0: Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix
1: 103.7.